Welcome back to the Based Ass Discussions that we always have here. What's going on? How's everybody doing? Uh, I had a guest that was going to be on today, and I even extended, pushed back my stream time an hour and a half, and he got stuck in traffic, so he probably won't make it, but th that's okay. We're still going to have a, a great discussion here, and it's uh, definitely something I think we need to talk about. We, we covered it slightly um, in, in multiple... Uh, of the podcast um, stream so far, uh, including, uh, you know, Happy Wife, Happy Life is Bullshit. Um, we had another one. What was the other one? Um, I don't remember, but I've, I've covered it uh, vaguely. I hit on some of these points. But, uh, yeah, it's not 100% the entire picture. So I think it needs an entire discussion dedicated to it. Now, as far as, hold on one second, let me make sure, yep, my mic is working right, correctly. All right, so um, <clears throat> as far as gaming streams go, they will be coming back soon, and I'm still debating whether I want to throw th those up on Twitch. Uh, I think what I might do for the, when I start streaming games again, is I'm going to stream them both. I'm going to dual stream. I'm going to stream on YouTube and on Twitch so people can use their preferred platform. Uh, to watch and if twitch gets mad because i'm an affiliate there and i'm streaming another place which technically is against the rules i don't give a fuck they can they can ban me i don't give a shit but that, i think that's going to be the plan is to stream on twitch for that and restream um to youtube but i'm going to keep these mental health discussions on youtube and spotify primarily i'm not going to do those on twitch but um I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. Hope everybody had a safe and fantastic Fourth uh, of July, Independence Day. God knows we need a, a second Independence Day. We need another fucking revolution. But that's just my opinion. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so we are going to talk about modern men, and by modern I mean Gen X, uh, Gen Z, millennials, and how fucking isolated. All of them are, um, every single one of them. Uh, I, I, there's very few exceptions. Most men and boys are very, very isolated. Because as we know, the old saying, um, women are born, men are made, is, is very true. Um, and what, what it means by that is that females in a species that carry uh in any species where the females are the ones that carry the baby and that's that's literally every species on this planet with the exception of um seahorses uh are born with interest intris sorry they're born with intrinsic value right intrinsic how come i can't say that fucking word must be retarded anyway um they have value right out of the gate they don't have to because they can bear children but it's it's a limited value that that uh you know once they go through menopause or whatever that part of their value goes away obviously every human being is born with innate human value um but men are not born with that kind of value as far as us spreading seed it's we're a dime a dozen right so we have to be we have to be made uh a dude that's in his 30s 40s 20s 30s 40s 50s um uh, that didn't do anything with his life, didn't go anywhere, didn't really just kind of floated through. 
uh, isn't successful. And again, success is very subjective, but it's just it's just as worthless as the day he is born, right? Um, which is, it's, I mean, you might not like it, but though these are just these are just fucking facts, right? So that's just that's just how it is. Uh, on top of that. Uh, but if a dude that builds himself up to become something more, that's when a dude gets value, right? And most dudes generally tend to not get their value, uh, have they hit their prime of where their value is until their 30s and 40s, uh, while obviously a woman's built-in value um, that she was born with peaks out in her 20s and then slowly, slowly tapers off from there. But this this isn't this uh, particular podcast isn't gonna talk too much about the women's side of things because obviously toxic relationships and a, and a bad partner can definitely cause you to be isolated. But that's not the primary focus that I want to talk about. We're talking about how dudes generally tend to become isolated, and we do it to ourselves. Let me let me give a good example, and I always think of this. When I was a kid, I remember I was probably like six or seven years old, and I asked my dad, um, hey, how come, like, you never have any friends over? Like, why don't you have, obviously, my parents had, like, couples friends in the area we lived in that they became friends with when we moved to that area, but I wanted to know why my dad didn't hang out and see the guys he went to high school with or college with or anything like that, right? Like, where do they all go? And he's, he said, uh, that kind of just goes away at, when you get older. Like, it doesn't, that's not important. And that really struck me at that age because I hated it. I was like, nah, dude. Um, as much as your parents are around and as much as I love my parents, the fact is, I mean, obviously my, my parents taught me my a lot of my values and a lot of my, you know, um, a lot, a lot about life. Tell me a lot about life. But to be quite frank, my friends that I grew up with, and I'm sure you can identify if you're listening, uh, are the ones that raised me uh, more than anything because it's your peers, right? Your group that becomes really important. Obviously, you don't want to give in to things like peer pressure and stuff like that, but that's that's not part of this discussion. So it, I, I didn't believe it as a kid. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to make it. If that's true, I'm going to make a hard-ass effort to keep people that I care about and that deserve to be a part of my life in my life. I'm going to make a concerted, concentrated effort to keep friends, people that know me better than anyone else. And uh, I started to see how even though I had that mindset as I got older, you know, into my early 20s and into my 30s, that obviously my friends had a mindset more of like my dad than of like me and they became isolated as life happened like they isolated themselves away from friends it became harder to do anything with them fucked even a lot of them even talked to them it became really 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 tough and uh it was almost like pulling teeth in a lot of cases to get to do anything and well, we'll get to more about this later on in the discussion. A lot of that, though, is due to who their partners were. Um, some pretty toxic bitches, but that's... I'm not I'm not trying to place the isolation of, of men 100% on women here because it's not their fault. 
uh, it's our own fault in a lot of ways, um, and it's society's fault. So society teaches us as, I mean, biology and how nature works teaches us that other than our basic human value, we have no value unless we make it. Uh, we're taught that our own feelings, our own thoughts, our own uh, everything that we think about ourselves doesn't matter. That we're only put on this earth to produce, to provide, to protect, to die for things or people. And that we're completely 100% disposable. And then as it, and that's always been the case, but as time has gone on, you know, with the, like obviously the rise of um, the womanist, I'm not going to say the actual word because YouTube will flag it, the movement, um, you know, it became like we need, a, we need a dude like a fish needs a bike. So then, and you know, and not, not to mention the fact that women fought for their rights and they were able to go and work. Uh, they were able to go and, uh, you know, own land and do do all this stuff that happened with, you know, um, suffrage. They, they uh, Not biology, but uh, personality, like rights-wise, they were on equal playing field as, as men now. And in a lot of cases have more rights than men do. So we, we kind of felt even that the shitty, <laughs> the shitty biological and... Uh, societal expectations were placed on us even then they didn't want us there anymore right it was say just work pay taxes and die and if there's a war fight in that and die that's essentially what it became boiled down to so if you're taught your whole life especially since most boys in this day and age just like most girls uh, are raised without a dad in the home or raised by a single mom in most cases or in foster care or something like that um you don't really have anybody to turn to, so you start to isolate. Uh, I know I did as a kid. When I was bullied as a kid, um, obviously I eventually stood up for myself. And I actually am glad I was bullied now. But uh, I isolated myself in video games. I isolated myself. And you just feel like you get to a point where you feel like you have no friends and no one, no one to really trust, uh, no one to really put your faith in other than yourself. And... A lot of dudes, we isolate, especially if you're not in a relationship or you're divorced or or anything of that nature and you live by yourself. Now, granted, solitude can be fantastic. I love my alone time. I love my own space. I thrive there. I'm, I'm very introverted in that way. But uh, you, it's very easy to fall in love with it and you, you get insanely isolated. I remember outside of my streams... Um, my gaming streams that I would do in, you know, a year or two ago, um, outside of talking to people when I was streaming, you know, which obviously I just read what you guys say and then I, I respond outside of that and talking for five seconds to, you know, a clerk, a store clerk at the grocery store or the gas station. Uh, I had no human, I had no human interaction for months at a time. Uh, I didn't have physical interaction, even a hug for sometimes a year at a time for a while there. And you don't realize that the effect that it has on you until later on, right? Until you actually do get some sort of affection from a different location. You, you don't, your body, it kind of results in a bit of shock because you're just not used to that. Um, 
But we generally, when we have a society that tells boys they're worthless, they're trash, that tells men they don't, they're not needed, they're they're garbage, you know, just for being because they're born men, they are, they're you know misogynistic garbage that they're they're worthless. I mean, why wouldn't you shrink away from that? Why wouldn't you just disappear and go fuck off and do your own thing, which millions of dudes are doing now, and I did myself for quite a bit. I still do it to an extent. Uh, I am in a relationship now, and, and it's it's a healthy relationship, but I still need my space. I need my time, and um, there are a lot of things that we we can't do. Exactly, Zio. Um, disposable workhorses is how uh, the society as a whole and I'm talking generally speaking, they view men. And so boys then become, what's up, Zio? Uh, boys become, you know, men, but then we're, we, we become severely isolated. And that that's one of the whole reasons I started switching around. Obviously, I still do gaming content. And there's going to be more of a focus on that here coming up soon. But uh, that's why I wanted to do some mental health stuff because there's not a whole lot of mental help for dudes out there. And... I know dudes are stoic. I know dudes are less emotional um, than than women are. But we, man, our mental health is serious fucking business. And it's it can destroy you. I mean, there's a reason why the vast majority of suicides are dudes. Because we isolate ourselves so much. Because what modern society has done has absolutely taken even our biological directives, our biological direction away from us, you know, protect, provide, um, that even that's gone, which I, I don't necessarily think providing and protecting is in this day and age is, I mean, is not even this day and age. I never thought it was a really good deal. Obviously it's a biological function and it can fulfill dudes. Um, but I think that, uh, you can do it, and it's it's healthy to do it to an extent, but you don't want to freeloader and put yourself in a legal position where you can get completely boned because you were the sole provider for somebody for a long time. Don't do that. Uh, but I want to explore the way dudes isolate. So if you live alone, you, you generally tend to, you know, we isolate ourselves in, in the internet, Reddit, uh, in video games, which... Video games can be real healthy, but just like anything else, it, become, it can become your entire life. You're so addicted to it, and you isolate yourself there. That's not good. The same way you can with alcohol or any other drug. But we isolate and we cut friends out of our lives. Now, it's good to cut people out of your life that are toxic, right? If, if you have friends that, that shit on you or then treat you like garbage or you know, you're always the one calling them, they never call you, they don't want to spend any time with you, uh, that's completely okay to remove people like that and encouraged to remove people like that from your life but if you're constantly cutting people out because you just can't be bothered or um you know you isolate yourselves away from the people that do care about you family and friends or people you've met even if you just met them online right uh and you cut them you cut them out we, we tend to as do self-isolate. I'm sure all of you listening or watching can can identify with that. Uh, what's up, Vile? It's very late where I am, so I can't stay for long, but I wanted to mention that some people also prefer isolation. Introversion is uh, genetic and an inherent part of your personality. I have a couple things to say about that. So isolation, um, 
I think it's the wrong word you're looking for, Vile. Uh, isolation is, is always um, a bad thing. Uh, I think what you're looking for is solitude. The word is solitude. Isolation is a negative thing. Seeking solitude is a positive thing. Um, and introversion, uh, I'd be interested to see if there's a study that shows that introversion is genetic. I do know that introversion is learned very early on as a kid, depending on how you were treated by your parents, your siblings, and your friends is how it develops. Um, but it could be, there definitely could be some genetic links there, uh, for sure. But even the most introvert, because I'm a pretty fucking introverted person, even the most introverted people in the world need some some kind of interaction we're social creatures at the end of the day all human beings are uh we i mean we were we were born into um tribes when we were you know cavemen and and shit like that what's up v man how you doing i'm doing well man thanks for asking uh we're tribal creatures those are our habits uh some people obviously need way more affection and attention than others and some people need way less i'm definitely on the the lower end of less i don't need as much affection or attention uh, I definitely don't. Um, being in big social situations drains me. Um, but if you deprive, but I think even, I think there's less than 1% of people, and they're probably all dudes that are in this category, but less than 1% of people can be completely 100% happy with, like if every other human being on the planet just disappeared and never came back right now, there's probably, except for one person, if that one person was still the most introverted person in the world, over time with no social interaction at all of any kind, he would eventually go insane, I think. He would eventually lose his fucking mind. Uh, because we're social creatures and we need we need some form of bond. It doesn't have to be romantic per se. It doesn't, it, it platonic bonds, right? And, and I think as guys, we cut, we cut a lot of friends out of our lives that we don't need to, but also we just accept when somebody we care about seems to cut us off uh, or doesn't have time for us. or like, fuck it, and we just, we just bounce. Um, obviously, taking care of your own health comes first, and it's most important, but there's a lot of lost and sad people out there, isolated boys. I think that's why you see, for a good example are communities so big of made up of probably 98% dudes in streams like Asmongold's chat or big streamers, right? Like um, Asmongold, uh, you know, um, Dr. Disrespect. Obviously, they're there for the content and they're there for the streamer and they're there for... Um, but I think the biggest thing they're there for is to feel like they belong somewhere. That it, it, it fires their... Uh, their instinct of tribalism, right? To be part of a group, to be accepted by a group, and to feel like they belong somewhere. Because I think more than anything, dudes in this day and age feel like they don't belong somewhere. And because of that, because of this isolation, a lot of dudes also make really bad decisions, whether that be drugs, alcohol, uh, being addicted to something way too much, like Netflix or a video game. But even more so... Um, Depends on what you consider a friend, says Vile. I have a rather high standard when it comes to friendship, as you should. You should have high standards for friendship, 
just as high as you have for relationships, man, like romantic relationships. They should be just as high. Uh, and I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, if someone treats me like shit as a friend, I talk to them about it. If they, you know, overstep a boundary, I talk to them about it. And if they keep doing it, then I cut them out, as, as anybody should. But you see these communities full of young boys, boys in their 20s, guys in their 30s, because they don't feel like they belong anywhere because society told them they're worthless. And then you get into even worse where... You know, if they don't get addicted to drugs or anything else like that in the process, because dudes more than chicks generally when they're depressed or when they feel alone, they generally tend to abuse substances more than women do. We tend to kill ourselves more than women do too. Um, but we, you find yourself making bad choices like getting in a relationship just to be in one, and that's why so many guys end up dating so many needy, pathetic, toxic bitches out there that haven't self-healed or self-reflected at all they just want to be felt needed by somebody so they get in bad relationships i don't do relationships me tell monk for eight years and still going nice man nice and no drugs and alcohol either way to be dude i still drink occasionally uh i don't do drugs um anymore it's been a long time since i did any drugs i still drink and i was pretty um anti-dating and and kind of MGTOW myself for about three years and then, you know, I met somebody, and, and so far it's going really, really well. And it's because we communicate and respect each other, and we've told each other our boundaries are out of the gate. And if one of us violates it, we're out, you know? We we already know. What's up, Romagus? A lot of uh, socialization uh, is being outsourced by social media. Yes, 100%, Romagus. Men spend a lot of time communicating, but it's all online, so they don't seek it out in the real world. That's true, too. Uh, social media, though, is so toxic. It's just so full of propaganda and bullshit and brainwashing. And um, I hate to say it, but, like, you can have a real good relationship um, with other people online if you're bonding over something. But generally speaking, social media, by social media, I mean Twitter, <clears throat> excuse me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Dating app, shit like that, not going to happen. It's not a good place. Uh, Razi, I don't know if you remember, but I shared my story with my girl I just moved in with. And, oh, I do 100% remember that, V-Man. How did that go, dude? What happened with that? I'm very interested to know what happened with that. Um, I'll keep talking while, you, while you're typing out what happened. I'm very interested. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so as we – these dudes will then get in talks with relationships, and when there's – a needy chick in the equation like it's jealous easy <clears throat> that uh hasn't had any therapy that had a bad upbringing and didn't deal with it or whatever um then these chicks what they do is then they isolate the guy from his friends and family slowly it's not an instant thing sorry i have an itch in my throat <coughs> i don't know what the fuck that is um, but they, these men start to get isolated by, from their friends and family by toxic women who, you know, are they themselves very needy and isolated. And so they isolate you. That's called dating a narcissist, um, a mentally ill chick. If you find yourself in a relationship and she's saying, I don't like this friend, I don't want you hanging out with him anymore. 
or you know your brothers or your sister or your mom or your dad or someone you're related to is kind of like this i don't really like them you know we shouldn't spend time with them you need to immediately immediately cut that bitch out of your life you need to leave i don't even care if you have a kid with her get the fuck out no she's isolating you from people uh even more so and uh, and it's so subtle a lot of dudes don't even notice it like my friend i talked about earlier where a year ago actually this week uh, his wife kicked him out, and he lived with me for a month and a half, and then he moved back in with her, and they've been working on their marriage for a year. But she gets very jealous if he spends any time with anyone but her. She's constantly um, unsatisfied with things. You know, if she's unhappy, it's his problem. If he's unhappy, it's his problem. And very much tries to isolate him from the people that care about him and that he cares about. Uh, and it takes a long time. Uh, well, we just signed a lease a couple months back. This is V-Man. So I'm stuck for the foreseeable, but the fits continue. Trying to manage my reactions and walk away. Drama with her and her family has gotten worse. Yeah, man. And I told you, dude, that it, it's never, it never gets better. It always gets worse. And you've got to put your foot down. And you have to set your boundaries. And I, what I would even do, because I know if you break a lease, you have um, you have to pay a fee. Like, it's usually a couple thousand dollars. Start putting money aside, dude, and just save it and tell her, hey, this is not okay. If you keep doing this, I'm gone. I don't give a shit if we have to break a lease. And then you have the money sitting there, so if push comes to shove, you can just get out. Um, if it's about that, getting dragged in, people coming to me venting about drama, and I get caught in the middle, I have to constantly watch what I say, which led, a huge, led to a huge fight recently. Yeah, man, um... A, being the middleman sucks. I've been there. Uh, if you ever have to watch what you say, that's called walking on eggshells. It sounds to me like in your relationship, V-Man, you can't be you. If you can't be you, if you don't feel comfortable being just who you are and saying the shit that you say, you need to get out, man. And you need to set your boundaries and be like, this is who I am, and if you don't like it, Get the fuck out. There's the door, bitch. You can leave. Uh, Vial says, I think motivation also contributes to a lot of men's problems. I'd agree with that. Very few things are motivational for men anymore. What does society give men in return for their blood, sweat, and tears? 100%. Uh, I, I agree 100%, Vial. So why should men care? And you know what? We should care about our own things, right? That's why, like I say, most relationships are awful. It is possible to find a good one. And even the good ones, sometimes they don't last. You know, they may last a couple years, but then you guys grow apart, go different ways. Which is why, if you are going to date, you should find someone mature and you be really upfront with your boundaries right out of the gate. Be upfront with what you want right out of the gate. And if they don't like it, they can kick fucking rocks. Um, uh, what's up, Earl? How you doing, man? Um, I found a good one. Uh, let's see. I think. Uh, and so you go to go, okay, I don't think you're going to find anything societal uh, to your point, Vile. I don't think you're going to find anything in society that's going to be motivational, not for our generation or one after. So you have to find something else to be your motivation. Um, for me, what my motivations are, because I'm in a relationship and I'm in a happy one, but my motivation to keep moving on and to keep living is not my relationship. It's all my relationships it's you know ones with my friends the ones with my dog the ones with my family 
um, video games, uh, making content for you guys, streaming, skateboarding, um, collecting shit. I've got all kinds of shit back there. You can see nerd shit. Uh, those are my motivations. I have no, you know, delusions of grandeur about. Fi I'm 40 years old in February, man. I, I don't have any delusions of grandeur about fixing society. It's not my fight. It's not my war, man. It's the it's Gen Z's war, and after that, uh, I just want to live my life at this point and call out bullshit where I see it. Point people in the right direction. Be a good ear to people that I care about and that care about me. Have fun. And uh, let the chips fall where they may, right? Uh, well, you told me to date this girl, and it's been 16 years. Marriage, thanks you, buddy. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, I know you guys. I know you guys definitely had some rough patches, Earl. But yeah, you guys have pulled through, and that's that's rare, man. So congratulations. Um, money to break the lease is already saved. Nice uh, game plan set to move to Texas with my childhood best friend and get a new place. Hell yeah! One more big fight like we had, and I'm out. Would be three plus years wasted, which sucks. Eh, it's not wasted, V man. You learned a lot, right? You definitely learned what you what doesn't work for you. You learned what boundaries you have. You learned what your values are. It's not wasted, dude. Even if you walk away, it's not wasted. You learned something from it about yourself, most of all. And you, um, I mean, thank her when you leave. Thanks for teaching me that I don't ever want to be with someone like you ever again. Right? Thanks for teaching me how I want to be treated. That's what you can do. My hobbies never failed to motivate me. Yep, Vile, and I agree. None of us here can fix sighting. No, we can't. Uh, better than more plus years wasted. Exactly. So the only time you're going to be wasting time, uh, to Romagus's point, the only time you'll actually be wasting point uh, time, V-Man, is if another if you've set a boundary, right? You set a line that can't be crossed. Next big fight, I'm out, right? You set it here, so hold yourself to it because I certainly fucking will, man. And you only waste time if that happens again and you still find excuses and make excuses to stay, right? You've learned what you need to from that relationship and get the fuck out. But it's good to make more men aware of how society screws them over. 100%. I just want to help dudes over, you know, step over the um, giant pitfalls that to a lot of dudes are not obvious because uh, most dudes were not raised with a dad or um, I, uh masculine figure to teach them how to be dudes where's your guest he's on his way earl he got stuck in traffic so hopefully he'll make it um but yeah i, I said that at the beginning of the stream he's he's on his way uh he left i want to say he was about 45 minutes to an hour away from where i am when he left and he left uh about 45 minutes ago so he should be here Fairly soon. Maybe he'll jump in before this stream's over. But uh, for this stream, I actually, on isolation, I went through a couple videos um, about men, modern men. This is, when I say modern men, I mean Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z, uh, how isolated they are. And I found some um, interesting comments <laughs> on some of these videos. So I wanted to put these read these to you guys and get your feedback on these so this guy uh his name is ryan not gonna say his last name um and this is what he says this one's more linked to uh having a girlfriend right he says there is also the fact and i'm quoting here 
that having a girlfriend can be extremely exhausting. And when I say extremely, I mean it. A few years ago, I was in a relationship with a girl which lasted two and a half years. I made the huge mistake of trying to save her. That is a huge fucking mistake. I did the same thing in my marriage. I tried to save somebody. You can't. She had a broken family, a complicated past, and a lot of trauma. I'm a seven and a half out of ten, and she was a six out of ten. Before I dated her, I always had time for myself. Excellent musician, brilliant at university, very active social life, a lean muscular body, etc. During the relationship, she would often, if V-Man, I think this is for you, dude. I honestly didn't know you were going to be here. But during the relationship, she would often yell at me for details. Um, the neighbors even thought I was hitting her. She was always asking me weird questions, giving me ultimatums for nothing. The worst was when she scratched her face and threatened to call the police on me, even though I had never touched her. She managed to create tension in my family, while on the other hand, I gave everything to her to get her to contact her family again, which I managed to do in the end. The more time passed, the more she wanted me to prove my love for her. I wasn't allowed to go out anymore. Just having a student job drove her crazy, and she cried because she said I was leaving her alone. I ended the relationship when she started hitting and biting me in the middle of a party at her friends. She even convinced them that I was to blame. She even spread the word in all my social circles that I was a monster during our relationship and that I often hit her. I ended up gaining weight, distancing myself from my family, developing self-confidence issues, I lost friends and fell into very bad habits to forget what I was going through with her, drinking and gambling. Oh yes, fun fact, she found a guy a week after we broke up. There's hypergamy at work, boys. Obviously, I'm at fault for giving up everything for her. Again, true, he's taking accountability, right? He says he's at fault. But I'm writing this in case someone is going through this or has gone through the same thing as me. Always put your interests first and make no concessions. How many times have I said that? In, in the mental health for dudes, make no concessions. Compromise is good. Concessions are the death knell to any relationship, platonic or otherwise, or romantic. Um, follow, your, follow your animality. Have fun. Because despite their cute appearance, many women are freaks. I don't hate women at all. I love their organizational skills, their sensitivities, their bodies, obviously, etc. This is not a message to put all women in the same box. I've met some very nice girls, too. P.S. Today I'm back on track. I'm getting my Greek god body back. I've resumed my projects, and I'm even moving to the the U.S. soon. Thanks for reading, and take care of yourself, Kings. I speak French, so maybe there are some faults in my message. So that was the first one that, uh, the longest one that I a comment that I wanted to pick up, uh, where you can see this guy got isolated because of a relationship mainly. Um, his girlfriend didn't like him giving any time or attention to anyone or anything but her. And he ate he ate that shit sandwich for a while, right? He sat there and just took it until he finally realized that it was his fault because he was staying there. And again, never get into a relationship with the trying to be Captain Save-A-Hoe, trying to fix somebody. You can't. You can't change other people ever period full stop you can't don't try that is when you waste your time all right the next comment i wanted to say this guy's name is time to wake up (laughs) 
He says, I'm 43 years old, currently experiencing the isolation of and pain of being a man. Right now, I'm going through my midlife crisis while being unemployed and attempting a career change. Having no friends for support in this tough time is difficult. So you ask yourself, I'm going to stop for a second. You ask yourself why he has no friends. You know, he doesn't go into detail. Um, and then here's where solitude can help. But I've learned a lot about myself and, I'm gr- and I've grown as a person. Thank you for addressing this topic that is rarely seen in the manosphere. So he has no friends. Or at least he thinks he has no friends and no one that cares about him. He never goes into detail why. Um, V-Man says, very familiar. Thankfully, she has never went down this road of self-abuse to blame me in these fits. At least not yet. But that past trauma and family issues is there. Dude, that's the thing. And I've, I've said this before. Uh, Romagus, I agree. M- uh, much better way to look at it. What did he say? Oh, better the more plus years wasted. Yeah. Um, so you'll hear a lot, especially if you subscribe to any kind of like red pill, manosphere type content. They're like, hey, man, don't even mess with a chick if she didn't come from a conservative household with, you know, uh, a dad around and a mom or, you know, a good mom. Dude, you know how many women fit that description? I would say less than half of a percent. And even then, I've met very conservative chicks um, who were the worst kinds, man, the worst people ever. It's all, there's a mask up. Everybody goes through trauma, even if you had a mom and a dad at home. Everyone goes through. Your parents fuck you up in their own unique way, and there's no way around it. What's important, so V-Man, the difference would be, and this is what's important, if the chick you're dating now had addressed her family issues and her, her childhood trauma with a professional therapist, not with drugs, not numb it like my ex-wife did, not take a ton of fucking SSRIs, but actually figure out what was fucked up, acknowledge it, deal with it, accept it, and move past it. If she would have done that before ever getting a relationship with you, I can guarantee you your relationship with her would be 100% different. Um, but most people don't, men and women. Most people don't get help. Most people don't even recognize how fucked up they had it as kids and don't ever deal with it. So instead they take out all that pain that they experienced as kids on uh, friends and family and significant others, right? Uh, you're just you're just caught in the crossfire, V-Man, and um, that's why you need to get the hell out. Okay. This one, this this next comment is from a guy named Stu357. I believe the emotional state of American men is at an all-time low. I'm 65 years old, so I've seen how our culture has evolved since the 1960s firsthand. The information provided by this video that's the video that this comment came from and similar channels is absolutely essential to giving us new information and new goals which can provide some with the glimmer of hope necessary to get through another day that's where dudes are this day and age just trying to get through to another fucking day this channel has been especially helpful for me motivating me to set new goals we have to keep setting goals guys got to keep doing it um society would disintegrate just like it does now (laughs) yeah yep she hid that side of her uh v-man says 
her family and her family for years before I really understood the depth and complexity of it. If I knew before we started dating, I'd never continue with it. So the question is, Vian, when did you find out? Where did you find out, man? Uh, because you need to punch yourself in the fucking dick, dude, if you knew about it before you moved in with her. Um, all right. This guy's name is some guy. <laughs> I'm going through a gray divorce. The loneliness is real. Also, there's no shame in having a midlife crisis. The earlier you have it, the better. Let me break it down for you. The midlife crisis is the moment you realize that all the previous years you sacrificed for others isn't appreciated, even a little by them. Obviously, it's mostly in relationship to your wife or your girlfriend or your kids. Do yourself a favor, guys. Spend your time forging relationships with other men as well and make sure those guys are worth their salt. Most of the world is dominated by what have you done for me lately. It's hard work making friends that don't subscribe to that philosophy. I 100% agree with this guy. A lot of women are like this, but uh, a lot of dudes are like this too. Is like The second you're not useful to them, they, they bounce. Um, don't dudes too don't be friends with people like that but as men we need a strong circle even if it's over the internet of dudes that support each other that have each other's back have someone to talk to um obviously you if you're in a relationship with a woman you you should that person should be that for you too but you you can't put that all on her that can't be a hundred percent her job is being the person you talk to you need dudes because there's some shit you could even if your girlfriend or your wife really wants to listen to you, and tr she's just not going to understand a lot of dude problems, and you have to have other dudes to talk to uh, to hash shit out. You have to or you'll go fucking insane. Again, if you don't have friends that are guys, you're isolated. All right, next comment by a guy named Black Moon. I'm 59 now, and I was and still am one of those men. I was married for 20 years and was totally devoted to my family and wife until she walked out on me because she didn't want to be married anymore. Now I have no friends to speak of. It is what it is. So this is a guy who's clearly really uh, isolated still. It's very sad, and that's probably why he ended up on this video's comment section, looking for his tribe, looking for a group of dudes to talk to and identify with because no one else listens. When we were in the process of moving. Oh, okay, V-Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, you've set your boundary. You better stick to it, dude. If she if she does that shit again, get the fucking hell out. Sorry, hit the mic. Okay. Last comment that I, that I clipped by someone named Maestro. I can relate to this guy. Anytime I was in a relationship, I always offered my friends and their girlfriends to double date or hang out, play cards, go on vacations together, etc. But my male friends were what we call what we now call simps. They always had to run home to the girlfriend and wife and make all kinds of excuses on her behalf as to why they couldn't still come over and hang out and keep the friend circle going. It got even worse when they had kids. How hard is it to just hop in a car and visit your best friend that you grew up with and or went to through school with? We were all in relationships, and what better way to have more people to invite to each other's weddings than to stay active in your friend group? Some guys just like going to work and going home to sit on the couch, watch TV, and call it being home with the wifey, quote-unquote. That's fine, but 24-7 for 365 days a year, that can get pretty fucking boring. 
This is why people end up putting on weight in relationships and stop taking care of themselves. It's called settling. Right. And it, and that's what's, that's what's great about this guy's comment um, is settling doesn't just mean – a lot of people when you say, hey, did you settle, especially if they're referring to relationships, they mean did you settle with someone less than you deserve. And in this situation, that's not what the guy's talking about. How many times as dudes have we settled for ourselves? And accepted a version of ourselves as dudes that's less than what we deserve. I would say fairly often, right? That's why dudes get fat. That's why women get fat in marriages too. That's why people get lazy. That's why people um, stop taking care of themselves. I had the same issues. Uh, what do you mean, Earl? Which same issues? Um, vile disturbance. Learn to say no and stick with it. Yes, that's a boundary. Um we settle for less than what we want all the time. And I don't mean what we want in another in a relationship partner or in a friend. We settle for less than what we want from ourselves all the fucking time as dudes. And it's it's very unhealthy to do. Um so yeah. Oh, it looks like uh Dan just got here. One second. Um we're pretty much done with the podcast, but I'll have him come in and say hi. And, uh, yeah. So, Dan is there, yeah. But I'm curious, Earl, what issues did you, um, did you have similar? Which, which, um, topic are you referring to? Uh, Rozzy's probably going to bark when he gets here. So, but we'll have him say hi, but I'm, I'm really curious to see what, uh, what you mean, Earl, by the same issues. You talking about when you, you didn't like go see people, you, I, did you isolate yourself? What, what did you, what did you do there? Because I did this, I, I actually, I thought I was pretty good. Um, I isolated – in my marriage, I isolated myself from my family. I still kind of do that. But that's less to do with relationships and more to do with just I've always kind of been the black sheep in my family. But I'm actually doing a lot better lately. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I definitely made a point to still see my friends. Thanks for letting me chat, bro. Always appreciate the streams. I'm not alone. You're definitely not alone, V-Man, dude. We're out here for you. Just remember, you have 100% control over your life. No one's forcing you to be there. There's no gun to your head. You can get the fuck out at any time if you're miserable. But I have to go now. It's a quarter past four in the morning here. Damn, yeah, get some get some sleep, Bile. Thanks for coming by. Again, this will be on, if you want to listen, if you missed some of it, this will be on uh, Spotify and on YouTube uh, immediately after. About making excuses for my wife for the first couple of years of marriage, not making time for me and my friends. Yeah, it's so easy to do because as dudes, we're, we're raised... That, you know, if mama ain't happy, happy, ain't nobody happy, happy wife, happy life. And that's all bullshit. Your wife is responsible for her own happiness and you're responsible for your own happiness. You're both equally responsible for your children's happiness. But you're slowly teaching them that they have to be responsible for their own sooner rather than later. But yeah, I, I did the same thing. always making excuses for my wife too and like shutting friends out, right? Uh for those of you who don't know, if you're in a relationship or you're married, um, because you're with somebody, 
You, you don't merge into one human being. Hold on. Uh, Zol just showed up. Let me grab him real quick. One second. So Zold's here. We're just finishing up this men's mental health podcast. But come on over here. There he is. There's Zol. What's up, guys? Mr. Raid. Earl's in here watching. Awesome. Uh, one last thing, Raz. Uh, watch Thinking Apes video, The Black Pill and the Christ Motivation. He raises some interesting points and questions. Have a good stream. All right. I, I actually have seen that. I watch a lot of Thinking Apes channel stuff. But pretty much, uh, Zol, so you have a heads up. We've been talking about how dudes, especially like millennials, Gen X, and uh, Gen Z, how we isolate ourselves, not just in relationships, but just in general, because you know society's kind of told us that we're fucking useless, <laughs> that no one cares about us, we're we're not born with any intrinsic value outside of just basic human life. Like that's why they say like, women are born, men are made, because women are born with inherent value because they have the the babies. But dudes, if a guy doesn't make anything of himself his whole life, he's just as fucking useless as he was when he was a little kid, and so. How we isolate ourselves um, in, like, cut friends out when we don't need to, don't spend enough time with family and friends, and then it gets even worse if you end up being in a relationship or married to somebody who encourages the isolation, mm -hmm. who, like, doesn't want you giving your attention to anybody else, you know, like, a perfect example, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, he lives really close to here, yeah. um, he lived with me for a, about a month a year ago and it's because his wife anytime he does anything that has that doesn't have to do with her she views it as competition and she wants him to cut it out of his life and now he's a shell of a man and so did, did you have any thoughts about how dudes isolate if you did you ever isolate yourself from people or because of people sometimes yeah i don't know if you guys can hear me sometimes i think uh for me i kind of escaped into gaming that's probably where yeah, where I went. and then just friends that I did have, right? Right. But but it definitely there were times when I think for me what happens is you feel inadequate or insufficient, mm -hmm. and then it's kind of a downward sp spiral, right? And oh, hundred percent. If you get you know then by yourself and you're isolated, then it just gets worse, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So luckily, I was pretty fortunate that I had some really good friends. Yeah. Um, so Earl says hey, hi, buddy. Hey, Earl. Um, yeah, I agree. Um. Did you experience it all? I know you've got a pretty healthy marriage, but I remember there was some pockets of time where, like, you wanted to do something, and it was really tough for her to, like, not let you do it, because you're a, a grown-ass man. You do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> but, I mean, like, but you caught some shit for it, for doing what you wanted to do, or going to hang out with someone you wanted to hang out with. Um, how did you handle that in a healthy way? Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've had to learn over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was first married, it was kind of a surprise, just not used to 
used to that. But uh, for me, what, what I found is communication was really important on both sides. So I needed to be more upfront of, hey, this is important to me. Um, what I found is a lot of times uh, the women in my life, they just wanted to be fought for. Like they just wanted to know that you still cared about them and would like be willing to fight for them. And I think, right. like you said, sometimes they felt threatened or, you know, I wonder if maybe he doesn't care about me because he's not spending as much time with me. All these different kind of random thoughts that are, yeah. that are sometimes hard you know, to relate to or understand, but, but you, you can if you kind of listen. But um, well, it's because men in general are very logical and women are very emotional. Yeah. And a woman's reality is determined by how she feels in that moment. Right. While our reality is determined on facts. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, I'm telling you, man, if sex didn't exist, there'd be no point. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you, obviously you handled that. The friend that you know, that you and I both know, obviously doesn't handle it the right way. Uh, Earl said earlier um, he, he struggled for a while where he would make excuses for his wife to his friends of what and he wouldn't spend time doing what he actually wanted to do in a lot of moments or hanging out with people he actually wanted to hang out with just because he didn't want to upset her which you can't do man the the end of the day you've got to set boundaries and with everybody not just romantic partners but with um friends and family and if you set a boundary and they violate it you got to call them on it and if they keep doing it you cut them out of your fucking life you just don't need that yeah, and I, I feel like there's always like some level of compromise, but what you don't want to get into is where you are always the one. Concession. Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Concession is, is never good. Yeah. Compromise means two people give up something to get to a middle ground. Concession means one side gives up everything. <laughs> always. If you're making concessions, you need to reevaluate that fucking relationship, yeah. uh, regardless of who it's with, a friend, family member, or a spouse. No. Concessions are not good. And I know this too because in my marriage I did that all the time. I, I made a lot of concessions and apologized for things I didn't do or apologize just, just to keep the, the waters f- <laughs> fucking smooth. But something I've learned recently is never sacrifice external – like never sacrifice your internal peace for external peace. So even though if you sacrifice your internal peace so you still feel like anxious and you still feel shitty inside – but everyone around you is satisfied because, you know, you apologize for something or whatever. That's not good. I would rather have shit around me be chaotic and someone mad at me but still have my own peace that I did what I thought was right. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to stick to. But uh, anyway, guys, that's pretty much the stream. Uh, it'll be up on Spotify within the next few hours. It just does it. And uh, obviously the second this is over, you can watch again. Uh, thanks, everybody, who come by. Earl, hopefully we'll see you in a few days tomorrow. Hopefully see you tomorrow. Vile, thanks for coming by. V-Man, Godspeed. Keep us updated, dude. You can always hit me up on Discord, too, with your situation. Um, I really appreciate it. Romagus, thanks for coming by. Everybody, really appreciate the support. Uh, I will be live uh, again next week uh, for another topic and uh, to be announced. But everybody, take care of yourselves. And as always, keep it real. <laughs>